Yes, yes. Welcome to another City Extra podcast. Hope you guys are doing okay. Not been with you for a while, innit? But um, we had some uh, some issues, COVID issues with, with equipment. We had technical difficulties, innit? Yeah. And then we couldn't get the cameraman. The, what, what We called him a fraud, innit? Because yeah, a basically a he, robbed, he robbed our camera and didn't fix it. Yeah. But we're back with lots of new stuff. And it's, I say lots of new stuff. It's new for us. It's the exact same for you because you just watch it on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, loads of stuff to go through, obviously, since the last one. Obviously, we're now champions, which is absolutely mint. We're in a Champions League final. We got knocked out of the FA Cup. We won the Carabao Cup, so lots of stuff. Sort of like a like a fly-through round, basically. Uh, if you are listening on YouTube, though, watching us on YouTube, make sure you give the video a like. Subscribe to the channel as well if you're new. We're trying to get to 35,000 subscribers. Any help towards that, massively appreciated. The podcasts are up as well on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud, and all that kind of stuff as well. If you want to listen to us on the go and don't want to see our faces. Right, Bray. Talk to me, innit? Let's start at the beginning. I mean, yeah. I feel like this is a catch-up. This is the, the City Extra podcast recap, innit? This yeah, is a yeah. recap episode of Go For Everything, right? Mm-hmm. When we lasted a podcast, it was a failed attempt because the recording didn't work and it was a Christmas special podcast, oh, geez. which was a very bad podcast. It must and have been I, bad. I remember after recording it, I remember I was having the conversation where we even upload it because it was that bad. Basically, no one would have wanted to listen to that on Christmas Day because we was down in the dumps because yeah, in was. December, yeah. we was having a bad time. The club was having a bad time. We kind of picked up a little bit of form by then. Yeah. But it was, was still not it great. It was still bad. And it, I think if you go back to the previous episode to this, which would have been in maybe November, beginning of December, mm-hmm. it'd be, it would have been terrible times. Uh, I think we actually called, we was calling for changes in the club. The untouchable six was a thing. Was talking about how, who who's going to leave? Who's going to stay? How do we fix our issues? Is Pep, do you know what I mean? Is Pep getting his tactics wrong? Everything like is. Mm-hmm. Contrast to now, we've mm-hmm. just won the Premier League. We're absolutely smashing it. We've won the Carabao Cup. Mm-hmm. We're in the Champions League final. I yeah. feel sad that we didn't get to really spend it with the people, innit? Like the, this whole thing week in, week out. But now we're back and we're going to be consistently uploading now week in, week out until mm. next season and then through on and carrying on. Yeah. So obviously we spoke about, a bit about this, obviously, in terms of, you know, this this league win for me is very special because like you say, when we was in December, it was, man, I mean, let's had a quick look at the fixtures. On the 15th of December, we just drawn one all against West Brom. Oh yeah. It was a shocking That game. was disgusting. It was pretty dull. I remember before the game saying, you shouldn't have put Ake in for that game. We just started to find a little bit of defensive solidity. It reminded me of the Otamendi and you no know, Stones-Laporte situation when they smashed it for ages, mm. like the first five games, six games, something on one of the seasons and they threw uh, Ottomendian and it switched the whole thing up. Yeah, yeah, because I remember saying before the stream, I said, we're doing the live watch along and I was saying, nah, he should have stuck with this defence. We just started getting a little bit of solidity and he dropped John Stones, uh, I think he dropped John Stones, and then put Ake in. I was like, I've not got a problem with Ake, but he's doing it at the wrong time. What happened? Ake made a mistake. And that's all true. If you're really that bothered, you can go back and look at the preview and look at the watch along. That's what I said before the game and that's what happened. On top of that, the game was pretty dull. And then we missed two golden opportunities in December. Uh, and in that game against West Brom, Raheem Sterling and Gundogan both missed basically gimme give give goals. Uh, it was like a couple of yards out of headers. I think both crosses were from Kevin De Bruyne. Um, and we drew the game one all. And it was a pretty dead game. I think most people were down in the dumps after it. I know, I know I was and, and, and you was. And Pep Guardiola has since come out and said that was the game that made him change stuff. Which was ironic because yeah. it changed stuff in that game, i.e. the defence, you know what I mean? And <laughs> unfortunately, Ake made a mistake for the goal. So, yeah, it was pretty grim. We won a couple of games after that. 
Uh, I think we beat Arsenal quite convincingly. We, we went to Southampton and beat them 1-0. So we just started to pick up a little bit of form after that game. But it does show that when Pep Guardiola come out after, you know, recently and said that was the game that changed everything, it kind of shows in the results. Because after that, I'm pretty sure that's when we went on a pretty yeah, bad yeah, run. Yeah, because beginning of January went through, like, United, that was the start of it, beginning of January, with the, this whole mega run that went on, which was sick. Which is like, that pretty much, we have that moment that big run to thank for for winning the Premier League I feel like Ooh. that's the biggest part of the season that's the most important part because it got us from down like below uh, below 10th you know what I mean up into that the, mm. the, the top of the table which we, we actually smashed it um I don't think we talked too much about obviously all the old stuff no one cares anymore in it we mm. won the Premier League in it so Premier League then wise obviously we did a stream uh the other day sick mm -hmm. I mean pop the champers aye um, out. how do you how are you feeling now in it after a couple of days um I'm feeling nice and feeling good. I feel like I'm inspired in a way because we're all going to get to have double celebrations because we celebrated it after United dropped points or lost against Leicester and we're all going to get to celebrate it again once we play Everton and we're going to lift the trophy. So That's we're going to get like decent, a double celebration. So whilst it's nice to always win it on the last day like we did against QPR, like we did against West Ham, this way you kind of get double the celebration. Yeah, you, you, you might not time, get the full enjoyment like the same type of enjoyment that you get of winning it on the day where oh my god you have to win this game otherwise you don't win it and then you win it and you're like oh my god the relief and the enjoyment but you get double so i'll take this you know what i mean yeah, <laughs> i'll tell you like we had a great night the other night when united got beat and i'll have a great night when whatever the result is against everton you know what i mean and we'll, 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 we'll sure everyone will be partying that night as well so it's good because you're gonna get double celebrations i think that, i think the club are doing something as well. They're, they're yeah. trying to do something, aren't they? They're trying to do something for the last game. They've they've taken the the covers off. Actually, the covers off for the uh, for the first time since COVID's hit. All the covers that are on the seats because they're preparing for ten thousand fans in the ground. Mm -hmm. um, I think obviously they're going to try and make something of this this celebration, which is decent for the club. And I think mm -hmm. you will, obviously the fans that can't go, you can guarantee you there'll be loads of people gathering outside and stuff regardless yeah, yeah, of the yeah, COVID yeah. situation. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's going to be good. I'm, I'm excited for that. Um, I'm excited for our watch along and stuff. That's going to be. Like you say, double double party in it. You know what I mean? Pop mm. the champers twice. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You know what I mean? And we got a good game. Everton are obviously a good side, and uh, yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And yeah, I think we, we deserve the league. I thought we deserved the league because that run that we went on, little twenty games, whatever it was, it was very special. We were very good. Um, we didn't have Kevin De Bruyne for some of that as well, our best player. And uh, we're still grinding out results. Players like Gundogan, Cancelo coming in and doing bits. You know. We've gone on a mad run and our defence, Ruben Diaz, got to get player of the year. I've got a bet on that, by the way, so I'm waiting for them to pay me out 50 quid. Um, oh, yeah. You know what? I've actually just realised that as well. Yeah. About, like You've been saying it for weeks, this, yeah, yeah, this yeah. whole bet that you've had. But in my brain, bro, it's never actually signified as something that might actually happen. Yeah, it might happen. And it man. is actually going to happen. I, gen no, I genuinely think, think so. he deserves it. He deserves it over everyone oh, else. He's been the most consistent player this season over everyone. And I think uh, Jamie... Uh, Jamie... Gary, they picked their their team in the seasons. Um, I was looking at them, and he put this is a weird one. This he put Maguire in over the, over the it, Gary put Maguire in over mm. John Stones. He put Diaz and Maguire on the basis that Maguire's played more games this season. Yeah, that's not how it works. You know what I mean? You don't you don't just pick a player in a player of the season because he's played more games. That's not you know what I mean. Otherwise, like how, why why should Maguire get in the team of the season because uh, he played more games than John Stones? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. There's not one City fan. There's not one fan. In this prem in the, in the whole world that would have Maguire in the team of the year, not one fan. So no. Weird, isn't it? But um, yeah, Ruben Diaz has been something else this year, and he's completely transformed that defense. I also think this thing though about just a quick note on uh, John Stones. Um, 
I think this thing about, oh, it's, John Stones is only good because of Ruben Diaz. I don't think that's completely true. And I think it's a little bit unfair on John Stones because right at the start of the season, him and Ake were playing together. Now, they only played two, three, four games, but they looked very strong. And I remember watching, I think it was the Leeds game where they played together. Was it Leeds? No, it wasn't Leeds because Ruben Diaz played that It was game. a Champions League game. Yeah, it was, it was a game that them two played together. And I was like, wow, these two look really good. Like the communication was on point. The ball control was on point. Like they look really, really good. And I was like, John Stones looks like he's back. So I think, obviously we know that as City fans because we watched them all. But I think when you, you know, other fans of other clubs will just say, oh, John Stones is only good because of Ruben Diaz. I think that's unfair. And I think they're saying that because they've not actually watched all the matches. John Stones had a complete rebirth. Um, and we all knew that John Stones had this ability. It's just whether or not he can do it and do it consistently. And I think now he's starting to prove that he can actually do it consistently, which is which is nice to see. But I do accept that. I do think John Stones does have to play next to a competent defender. I think Ake is a competent defender. Laporte's a competent defender. And Diaz is a competent defender. So I think John Stones will now thrive for the next few years whilst he's got these uh, partners. I think for the last couple of years, company's been in and out of the team. Otamendi's been in and out of form. Um, you know, has he really played that many games with Laporte? Probably not. I'd, I'd say injury problems play hit him as well in all that. And yeah. the, the, the midst of the fact that the defence kept changing a couple of years ago. For the past few years, defence is someone you don't know who you're playing with. It's always mm. going to be someone else. Um, but yeah, I think I think John, I think people do John Stones a disservice. They do mm. they do a massive disservice by just saying it's Ruben Diaz as a reason that he's playing sick, and it ain't. Yeah. It, it's not that is, that is not the truth. Like you said, mm. he's been smashing it. He's smashing it before, and the evidence is there to suggest that yeah. John Stones was back before Ruben Diaz was here. That's correct. I I think with that. Now I'm not saying that Ruben Diaz hasn't played a part in helping him maintain oh, that level. For sure, yeah. he probably has. But you know, to say that the only reason or the main reason it's Ruben Diaz, I don't think that's fair. Uh, but yeah, Ruben Diaz has absolutely smashed it. We we won the Premier League again. That's three times in four years. Three times four years. Uh, we now joint with Chelsea, I believe. Joint with Chelsea. Is that right? Yeah. yeah no manager has ever done that other than Kenny Dalglish. Right. Okay. That's a madness. You know what I mean? So we're moving up the tape. We're moving up the you know the league the the rankings there. Um, so yeah, Premier League men. I want to talk now about Carabao Cup, bro, because we are now joint with Liverpool as the record holders. Yes, Carabao Kings, bro. Well, we're nearly we the, Carabao Kings. We're we sharing are. a crown, innit? I mean, Carabao, technically we are Carabao Kings. Oh yeah, we are Carabao Kings. Uh, I think we're the only team have to ever... Have we won every Carabao? We have. We're the only team to have ever won the Carabao Cup. Is it four in a row? Uh, four in a row, yeah. Four in a row Carabaos? What is going on? Yeah, Bro, we, I feel like we need like a Carabao crested crown to wear. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, We need yeah. like our own Carabao crowns, innit? Yeah, it's pretty mad, innit, really? You know what I mean? The competition, obviously, isn't the Carabao Cup. It's the, it's the League Cup or whatever. Um, but it's branded as the, the Carabao Cup and we're the only team that's ever actually won the Carabao Cup. I like the Carabao Cup. I've always liked the Carabao Cup, even before it was the Carabao Cup and whatever it was. Because you get to see, in the, in, in the lesser rounds especially, you get to see, like, you know, the academy teams playing. And I really feel... Like a lot of clubs in the Premier League are, are completely missing a trick here. You know what I mean? Teams like Leicester, teams like Tottenham, them sort of teams that have not won any competition for donkey's years. You know what I mean? All right, Leicester won the uh, won the Premier League. But you know what I'm saying? These teams that are good enough teams. They've got good players and they completely disrespect the competition. And then they moan at the end of the season that, oh, City are winning too much. Like... I always say this, right? I always say this because this is a perfect example. And you can go back at Arsenal with the worst for it. You look at Arsenal and Wenger, it was absolutely shocking what he did to the competition. Um, and that, you know, had he won a couple more trophies, he might have helped him uh, stay a little bit longer. But I remember watching uh, City versus Leicester. I always say this because this is the perfect example. When they had Claude Puel, right? And I'm pretty sure we had Pep at the time. It was either his first or second year, Pep's second year. 
And we went to the Leicester away, Carabao Cup, and we played a completely weakened team. I think Tolson played uh, Um I think a couple of the lads from the academy team. It was a pretty poor team. And Leicester played like a mixed team, and we ended up going through on penalties. If Leicester would have played Mares and Vardy in that game, they would have beat us. By no shadow of a doubt, they would have beat us. And they went out, and Klopp ended up losing his job. Not because of that, but because they, they weren't happy with the season. If he would have got to a cup final, which he could have done if he would have beat us, he would have still been in a job. So what I'm saying is, teams need to start taking that competition seriously. It's a it's a trophy. And it's not the best trophy to win. And you won't get as much money for winning that as the other stuff. But you're not winning anything else because City are winning everything. <laughs> so when City turn up at your stadium and play a weakened team, you should go, you know what, we're going to play a full strength squad because if we beat them, we've knocked out the team that's a favourite. The momentum we'll get from that will be mint. We'll be the team that's knocked out Manchester City. Like, I don't get it, man. It's just... It I, I, I me up sometimes. I don't understand how people can throw any competition. How people can discredit mm. any competition. When we won the Carabao, there was actually... Even City fans just not even celebrating, saying, oh, I'm not going to celebrate because it's just the Carabao Cup. And it's like, what are you talking about? We, yeah. We've won a competition. Yeah. All the, get every competition. Celebrate every single trophy you could possibly win. It doesn't matter the, like, the level of the competition. Yes, Carabao is probably the bottom of the domestic trophies. But it's still a trophy. It's still one mm. of only four yeah. that you can win. There's only four. There's literally... If there's bare trophies, right? And that was the bottom of them. Maybe. Maybe mm. you could go, oh, it's only the Carabao. But there's only four. Only four teams can win it. And mm. we're pretty much favourites in every single one. And you got to also think, bro, the teams that are in the Champions League, Champions League is complete, complete look of the draw. You know what I mean? So you, that's basically limiting it. Like, you know what I mean? Like... You could get to the, you could qualify out your group and then get by by Munich in the last sixteen. Yeah, and then sorry mate, you're out. Like yeah, you boom, so that's one out. We got Barcelona straight away. Yeah, the chances of you winning the Champions League are very slim. Just just because there's so many good teams. Yeah, you know I mean the Premier League is basically between City and Liverpool every year. So unless you're City and Liverpool, you, you're probably not going to win that. So you're only down to two. So you, you you just said oh you've only got four competitions. Realistically, you're down to two. Oh yeah, especially when the teams like that. Unless and you're I... City or Liverpool, then you're probably at three. And then and then and then throwing the hat for the Champions League. I I generally think that that, that is just a massive disrespect to the competition. Yeah. And I feel like, like you said at the start, they're missing a trick. Basically, yeah. as a manager, if I if I was a manager of a football club, obviously I would never be a manager, and I shouldn't be a manager. But if I was, there would be no way that I would throw that. And people might say, oh, but they have to because of the fixture congestion of the Premier League and stuff like that. And they don't want to get relegated. But you're in a competition. Mm. Where do you where do you expect to go if you can't fight in the competitions? If you can't fight in one competition and the Premier League, then you're not going to get very far because yeah. you're going to be you have to throw it every time. And then it's mm. like when Liverpool threw it, and the the only they finished the season with just the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. And people were trying to say that oh, this Liverpool team is the best. They should get a gold Premier League trophy. And it's like you won one competition through the rest of them. How can yeah. you expect to get a, a gold trophy? <laughs> nah, City, we this this is why I respect Pep a lot more than any other manager in the sense that. He, he doesn't let up on any... He'll go strong in every single competition. He goes in for it and he, he wants to win every single one. There's so many times when we've played the FA Cup, Carabao Cup, and wanted to see young players play. And mm. we kind of do want him to switch it up a bit, but he doesn't. He goes full hand, but you yeah. just know that's Pep. And it's because he's a serial winner, bro. He wants to win everything. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So winning the Carabao Cup was nice. Obviously, it was the first trophy that we won this year. I think it was Laporte header on it. Um, obviously, oh, yeah, was back in the ground yeah. as first well. Time. So, you know, that was a, that was a good occasion. Um, 
You know, Harry Kane doing his standard stuff, forcing his way into a cup final when he's clearly not fit. Um, that scares me, by the way. I don't want to speak about it too much because we're going to do a transfer, a special transfer podcast where we're going to go through all our potential striker options. Really looking forward to that. So make sure you subscribe in it so you don't miss that. Um, but I will just quickly point out that Harry Kane has reached two finals. Both times he's clearly not been fit and both times he's forced his way into the team by telling the manager, I- I'm fit, I'm fit. And I just think... As a player, you know, I, I might can I can let him off a little bit because he's never won a trophy and he's clearly desperate to win a trophy. However, he's also the captain of the club. He's meant to be this like responsible guy and this like you know what I mean, this this good character. Yeah, he's 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 kind of been selfish and a bit greedy because he's putting himself in the team when he's clearly not fit. He was clearly never fit against Liverpool in the Champions League final, and he wasn't fit against City in the in the Carabao Cup final. You could tell he wasn't sprinting about and stuff. So. That's all I'm going to say about that. You know what I mean? Harry Kane is clearly going to be a target for this summer. He's going to be on our shortlist. Yeah, we're going to see more depth in the transfer yeah, podcast. but I'm just a little bit like, hmm. It's a warning sign. It's a red flag. That worries me. Yeah, it uh, is. And looking at this so early, don't be looking at these strikers. You want to avoid any red flags, as, as yeah. many of them as possible, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Which is difficult. Yeah, so that was nice. And then um, turn our attention to Chelsea because, you know, two, two, two stories. One's told and one's not yet told. The FA Cup. Kind of shite, really, wasn't it? You know what I mean? Um, played a That's little one, bit. It's crazy because we're just talking about switching the team and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. And we, we tried it. And the, the, the thing for me about this is that people get on a pep in it. And I understand as well that he probably he shouldn't have made that many changes. However, the team that was on the field could have won that game. Mm-hmm. That's my that's my, that's my my backup for pep in it. Mm-hmm. The, the team that he picked, he trusted. And he was right to do so because they could have won it. Well, let's have a look at the team, right? So i got a team here. So Stefan was in goal. I mean, he was kind of out of position for the goal, but we we weren't great. You know, I can't put the defeat on him um, because you know we, we didn't do enough to win the game, so it wasn't his fault. Um, Cancelo played right back. I don't think he had a particularly good game. I can't really remember anything that he did. You know, I mean, it wasn't like one of the games where he was creating. I just don't really know. Uh, Diaz and Laporte played at centre back. Very good, very good centre back partnership. Yeah, Ben Mendy played left back. By the way, I think Ben Mendy's been getting a bit of a harsh time from some City fans recently. People roasted him, but he's doing all right. Yeah. He's, not, he's not like made some mega mistakes. No, 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 no. I'm not saying he's going to stay at the club, but I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Like, in the recent games that he's played, I think he's done all right. Obviously, he did get smoked off Reese James in the last oh, game against in the, Chelsea. In, yeah, in the, in the 2 1. But to be fair, most players will get smoked off Reese James. He played double pivot, Fernandinho Rodri. Bad move. You know, Double pivot doesn't tend to work. Ferran Torres played on the right. I'll just say, I don't think Ferran Torres... In the, in all the games that I've seen Ferran Torres, playing him on the right is probably the worst that I've seen him so far. The best I've seen him is striker in when played uh, Champions League games. Yeah. I, actually, I actually think I've seen a better striker of Ferran Torres than I have Gabriel Jesus. I agree. Season. I think Ferran Torres' best position so far that I've seen is a striker. I think he looks all right off the left. On the right, I, I don't know about that. I think I need to see... You know, I need to improve a little bit. Sterling played on the left. I think he played okay. Kevin De Bruyne played, but, you know, he's not really got anyone to help him out there. He's got Gavi Jesus, who, who struggled recently. Um, so, yeah, I think it was a major... The, the, there were two players that needed to play that game, and if they would have played, we would have won, and it's Phil Foden and Riyad Mahrez. Yeah, if but... them two players would have played, we would have won that game. Regardless of uh, double pivot, regardless of Gavi Jesus, regardless of whatever, Ben Mende, had them two players played, we would have won that game. I think... We created nothing, really. The, the, them two players are key to this team at the moment. They're key agree, to yeah. us winning any big game against a difficult side. You need to have Riyad Mahrez in, and you need to have Phil Foden. Riyad Mahrez offers you this calmness on the ball. Yes, mm-hmm. he's not very fast. However, he's very skillful, probably one of the best ball-controlling players like in, in the Premier League, especially off the right-hand side. Um, 
And it's crazy, isn't it? You know exactly what he's going to do. It's, it's the Robin situation. You know exactly what he's going to do, but you can't stop him. Mm. It's weird, isn't it? You can cut in, but you can't stop him. He's too good at yeah. it. And then sometimes he'll go to the right. And then you've got Phil Ford on the other side, who's too good. And yeah, I, I can get, obviously, you need to get these other players into the team. They are going to want to play. It's, it's, it must be a very difficult squad to keep happy because mm. there's a, the, I feel like there is a clear disconnect of the players that can play who are yeah. very very good and there's some players that just can't really all play together this a and b team doesn't exist mm. the b team can't play very well together they've not they've not yeah. got the same um like fluidity as the a team yeah i think I, well i've seen some people saying this thing about us having the best squad is a myth and i don't i wouldn't say it's a myth i disagree with that what i'd say is though swapping them out and having an A team and a B team like you're saying that's a myth you know that doesn't I mean? exist because that's a Manchester City A and a Manchester B we yeah. need a Manchester City squad yeah where you bring them players into the first yeah. team he made a few too many changes so when, when you're making nine changes you're pretty much changing the whole setup yeah that's why there's no no rhythm all these players barely play together never mind yeah, in yeah. the team so yeah. it's hard for them to get to the match level of a football match and then you're playing against the Chelsea side who look really good yeah exactly and uh yeah they did look kind of strong and uh unfortunately we go out of the fa cup so no quadruple however then we go to a madness in psg and um we we face chelsea yet again um location i think it's going to be in portugal oh, yeah. is, but you know the whole situation about where it's going to be played you know it's been a bit of a farce to be honest uh, but it is looking like portugal it is looking like porto um and we we faced Chelsea again. We've lost the last two times we played. However, the last two times we played, we didn't play the eleven that we would all expect to play in this final, which is you know your Edison, Walker, Diaz, Stones, Sinchenko, Fernandinho, Gundogan, Kev, Maris, Foden, and either a striker or Bernardo Silva. Oh, no, nine. We never played that against them in the in the last two games. So whilst there is a little bit of like concern that we've got beat off Chelsea twice. We also have to look at the fact that the last two times we played them, we didn't play our full strength team. They faced, they faced the B team, bro. They, they, they faced, faced the B Manchester team, City B. And they didn't even look that good. You got to remember, yes, in the FA Cup semi-final, we weren't great. And we, we were kind of boring, didn't really create too many game. chances. They, they scored a goal. And it was a goal where our goalkeeper was a little bit out of position. We should have probably read the situation a little better. They got behind our defence. That's it. They scored one goal. Our, our team in that FA Cup, they said it was much changed. They still had a chance to win it. Yeah. They scored one goal from one mistake. It's not like they rinsed us. Mm. And then, like, on the, the Chelsea my fans probably disagree with that. And you know I mean? they'll say, yeah, they did rinse us. But do you know what I mean? It was only one goal that scored. And then on the other fixture, that same, the changed nine changes, was it, or whatever it is, it that lot, team yeah. there, that could also have won that game. Well, we want one all up and then missed a penalty and then caused a mistake defensively. So, so yeah. I mean, it, if you look at the results, it doesn't look great. And you can see why some City fans, including myself at the time, were like, oh, no, we're going to play Chelsea. We just got beat off twice. You know what I mean? That's not good. However, then you got to actually look at the situation and say, well, why did we lose? Well, the first game that we lost, we were kind of rubbish and we kind of deserved to lose. However, we did play our B team. And I'd probably say at least six of them players probably won't play in the final. And, and they still struggle to beat us. And in the game just gone, we went 1-0 up. Did a stupid penalty. Rodri then makes a mistake. You know what I mean? So it's... You kind of... Yeah, you got to look at a little bit in more detail. And I think you got to look at the positives out of them games to go, you know what? We we should go in this game favourites. And I think we will be favourites. And I'm confident we're going to get the result, man. If we get the result, first ever Champions League, man. And that's actually going to be crazy. Big. It's, it's, honestly, as a City fan right now, life is life is insanely good. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, in the... In the in the final of the Champions League, we're in the Premier League, we've already won the Carabao Cup. We've got a treble on the way, uh, potentially a treble on the way. We're looking good going into, into the Champions League final. We actually look like a good squad at 18. Uh, mm -hmm. you know I mean, look mint. 
And I think life is good, do you know what I mean? It's going to be good. We've got a mad summer ahead of us, big transfers potentially, do you know what I mean? And it's all just like, it's all adding up towards next season, do you know what I mean? We've got the Euros coming up, which would be mm. insane as well. I think as a City fan right now, life is very, very good. And I think obviously the fact that we're the Premier League. We've got a 300 million pound war chest. Exactly, the war chest. I think they might have actually found the keys to it. I don't, I I don't know. The war chest, you know, you know, isn't it? We'll have to see. Maybe we've got a minute. Maybe we're hiding. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, you're all right, Brave. Everything's looking good at the moment. I'm confident that we're going to do Chelsea. I think we, we, we've got a good team. I think by playing our strongest team, we'll, we'll be decent. I think we've got to try not to play in their hands. They want you to attack them and make mistakes because they'll they'll latch onto it and counter-attack you. So the you've rapid, got to be... The rapid eye. Yeah, you've got to be really good on the football. Um, you've got to be second balls. You've got to be on it. When you lose the ball, you've got to get into them. Tactical fouls are probably going to be a big thing in the final. You know what I mean? Making sure they can't play out quick. Uh, but I'm confident we'll get the win. It's going to be amazing. First ever Champions League final. I absolutely can't wait. It's going to be popping off. About the team. It's not a guarantee, obviously, that we'll win. Obviously, it's yeah. football at the end of the day. But... I'm confident, and I, I back the team. You should back. And at the least team. we got there. We finally got to a Champions League final, so that's good. Um, it only took us ten years. So that, <laughs> yeah, that's decent. Um, and then obviously we've got the transfer window to look forward to, and uh, players like Jack Grealish, Harland, Kane, all these players are going to be linked with us. It's going to be amazing. We'll, we'll have some big transfer pods going out. Yeah, the yeah, exactly. So um, yeah, man, it's been it's it's been a mad it's been a mad what five months since we last did a podcast. Um, I, I say think, we have everything now, so we'll be doing on the reg. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people will. Maybe you've been through the journey with us on the YouTube side of things. I think yeah. the YouTube side of things, it's kicked off. I mean, we got 30k uh, the other day, which is madness. Obviously, a buzzing. I don't know what subs was on uh, last time we did a podcast, which is weird to actually think. Mm. Um, it's been a madness YouTube side of things. Obviously, the watch has been popping off. Our videos have been popping off. Everyone's like loving the vibes and that. The, we did our little celebration stream yesterday, which was sick. And I feel like us for a channel is good. And I think the, the, these podcasts can only add to it. I think make mm. it better and stuff. But if you, if, you, if you don't follow us or subscribe to us on YouTube and stuff, I think it would be good to have us back on Spotify. I know there's a lot of people mm. who didn't watch our YouTube videos or maybe they just wanted this back on Spotify so they can listen on the go and stuff. It's good to be back, I'd say, because mm. it's been a while and I feel like every time we come back, we spend like five minutes of the show explaining that we're back <laughs> yeah, every single time. I know, we actually need to be consistent now. It's poor, it's poor from <laughs> Poor us. form from us, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, it's been a mad five months, guys. Um, yeah, buzzing that we've won the Premier League, buzzing that we've won the Carabao and we're in our first ever Champions League final. So yeah, massive, uh, you know, next couple of weeks going to be absolutely huge for us. Hope you have enjoyed this uh, this podcast, our return. And like I say, we aim to do one a week. Um, now we have all the equipment, you know what I mean? Basically, just blame the cameraman in it. You know, it's not our fault, you know what I mean? We, we, we were shy to do podcasts months ago, but the cameraman was just taking too Hack long. Hack a man down, innit? He, he didn't give yeah. us the camera back. He didn't give us the <laughs> camera back. So, uh, yeah, guys, thanks very much for watching and listening. Like I say, we are available on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that kind of stuff. So you just pick the best format for you. Um, if you are on YouTube, give the video a like, subscribe to the channel if you're new, and we'll see you in the next one. Blah, 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 blah.